You're listening to Dumb Down Tech, where we break down tech concepts and we go back to the basics. We are back again today and we're speaking with Michael Pollock of Corporate Design Solutions about the Facebook situation going on with Iranian hackers. Hey, thanks for having me, Marianne, today. Happy to be here to answer any questions. So the first question is, why do you think Iranian hackers targeted military professionals? They're targeting military professionals on a lot of the people who most likely work for the government as well, because they're trying to gather intel. One of the easy ways to gather intel is by hacking them with social engineering, making them believe either that, you know, it's a friend or a document from one of their coworkers. So really, they're just trying to attack to continue to grab intel from each one of these people, because the more intel you have, the easier it is to put pieces of the puzzle together. And what do you think their goal is when they are doing this? Are they looking to do ransomware? What do you think they're looking to do with this? I think if you once you define who the key players are, certain decision-making roles, you're able to kind of either twist their arm by, you know, maybe gathering information that they wouldn't want to show the public, therefore controlling the person, or just simply scare tactics, right? You know, let's say you're an agent at an agency and they know who your kids are and they threaten your kids and they give you details like name, number, social security, you know, where their birthday, what school they go to. It's kind of scary. So really they're doing this for many, many reasons. The end goal is for them to be able to gather as much intel and be able to either change opinions or the direction or influence some major issue that's happening. So what are steps people can take to protect their social media accounts from hackers? Now, when it comes to protecting yourself from hackers, especially in this situation, you only should be adding people that you know are either your friends or families. And what I end up doing is every year, or actually maybe twice a year, I go through my whole friend list and determine, hey, am I talking to this person? Have they been active on Facebook? Are they actually posting family photos? And if not, I remove them. And the reason why is because there's so many fake accounts out there. You want to vet everybody who comes in. And once they become your friend, still, you know your friend or family member how they act. If a family member sends you an Excel file for you to review something for your business, doesn't make sense. So it's always okay to respond or call that person that you think sent you that Excel file and ask them if they really did. Just one extra step in your day, but it'll save you from your information getting stolen. So now a lot of people use Facebook and other social media sites for networking, and they may not always know the person who they are sending a request to to connect with. What are your thoughts on using it for networking and not necessarily knowing the person who you're requesting to connect with? Networking is a little bit of a different beast because you're right. You don't know who they are. But at the same time, you should be knowing what you're trying to network about. So if I'm a computer business owner and I'm trying to find a developer, I'm going to do background research on a developer. I will look at his LinkedIn you know, I'll see what kind of projects he's done, who he works for. And it becomes pretty obvious when you network and you start looking a little bit deeper, you'll see that the companies that they work for, maybe you've never heard of, 
or maybe they're asking you for information like your credit card or business license without any, you know, introduction to who they are or what they do. Whenever you're in a conversation, a part of social engineering is to make you feel pressure and kind of become an authoritative figure to where they get you a little bit scared and get you off your game. So you're not thinking anymore. They're just trying to pull information. So when it comes to networking, just dig a little deeper. Take the time to find out about that person before you open a document or do anything with them. Now, if they do send you a document, you know, you can always scan the file with your email antivirus or filters and do a quick scan with your antivirus to make sure that there's nothing in there. But you better know why they're sending it to you, not just that they're trying to send you document for no reason. So now what is the risk of a person having their personal cell phone number or their home address or their personal email address on their social media account? Usually social media accounts have your personal address and your phone and your house all kind of, you know, hidden from the public. But there are some people who decide to publicly post their cell phone number or publicly post where they live. And that is dangerous, right? Because if you become someone who's targeted or a stalker knows about likes you and you have no idea, well, you just basically gave them your location. So let's just take that another step. If I'm trying to social engineer you, I will know, well, hey, she lives at this house. Her cell phone number is 702-555-5555. You know, and then I'm going to start saying, okay, well, let me do some searches on the web. And then I find out, oh, you have two social media accounts and you're using this email address. So as I start collect that intel, now I really have a good case and understanding. And so let's say I wanted to open up a credit card. I have your information that I need to open up a credit card. So those are the types of things you don't want to post your personal information on your social media profiles. Keep that private. Make sure you go through the privacy settings. Facebook has a good privacy setting where you can really dig deep into who can be your friend, who can see your friends. So you really need to take the time to educate yourself on that. And obviously having on multi-factor authentication and stuff like that will help prevent your account from getting hacked. But what are some other ways to prevent your account from getting hacked besides multi-factor authentication? Well, I want to note multi-factor authentication because there's different levels. There's time-based code where you get a different code every 30 seconds. There's SMS message that has a one-time code. And there's other forms. So I always recommend people to look at different types of forms of MFA that may be secure, like the time-based versus an SMS message might be more secure. So I would say take some time to look into LastPass or other offerings that may be able to help you further your MFA. But when it comes to protecting your social media accounts, it's really using common sense. It's not adding people that you don't know. It's being very selective with the pictures you share, with the information you share. Be aware that, you know, if you don't want to be attacked by online bullies or people who are trying to harass you, you know, keep your comments limited to, you know, very basic things, you know, like happy birthday and a quick picture, 
but not happy birthday. It's Trump day or it's Biden day or political references. Not saying that you can't do that, but you're more prone to have people try to come after your social media accounts. So, you know, everybody has a personal opinion. Everybody has different values and different things that they want to post. But, you know, when you're posting to a public network, that's when you start getting into trouble. The people who just use it to connect with businesses, families, and keep to themselves usually don't have a problem. But the people who are outspoken and really use social media for targeting or for doing something malicious or political, then, you know, you're, you're going to get more people looking at your profile, obviously. So, but for those that are popular on social media networks, you just have to make sure that, you know, you're using the correct antivirus on your computer. You know, you're reviewing your computer with maintenance, making sure the security updates are placed. Maybe you have an IT guy like me who monitors your security and looks at, you know, your social media profiles to make sure that there's not some people trying to log in that shouldn't be trying to log in and just having a little bit more visibility. But for the most part, if you keep to MFA, don't post dumb content, you're going to be okay. Thank you again for coming on. And if there's anything else you'd like to add today. Thank you, Marianne, for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. We have enjoyed you listening today, and we'll be back again next week. Today's Dumb Down Tech was sponsored by Corporate Design Solutions. To learn more, please visit their website at corpdesignsolutions.com or feel free to give them a call at 702-350-1000.